show. So um, today I thought I will talk about plant-based diets and how you can uh, incorporate a more plant-based diet without a lot of effort. Um, so I've had a, an amazing journey with food in general since I was a kid. Um, so I like food. Um, and great ingredients and flavors. And growing up in Malaysia, we have um, a diverse, um, diverse selection of food uh, due to our multicultural background. So I've had the privilege to eat um, really tasty, really good um, food. Um, so wherever I go in my travels, um, I make it to a point to find all the best restaurants or places to eat um, that I can find um, by actually trying out a lot of them. Because you can't... I, I, I've stopped trusting reviews. Everyone has got a different palate and taste buds. Um, it's not the same. So some places will get a raving review. I would go, I'll, have, I'll try the food and say, yeah, okay, mm. Um, right, so um, I decided to do this topic today because there's been a sudden surge in um, adopting uh, a more plant-based diet, especially with the, document, the new documentary out um, called The Game Changes. Um, it, it's a coincidence because I, am, I became um, about 80 to 90% plant-based um, this year not by trying or attempting to do something different, just naturally progressing that way. So let me tell you a story about how, about how I got started from eating a, um, um, a lot of meat and fish in my diet to where I am now. So growing up, um, my mom has always um, been super healthy um, so eating junk food was a treat maybe once a month so the time that we go to McDonald's um, I would have like an, a huge meal like a Big Mac a shake um, and fries um, and all in large portions and I'm like eight nine years old <laughs> but that happened so rarely that it was a feast and it was a treat um, so growing up, there were some greedy tendencies, um, <laughs> but um, right. So if you guys are eating a lot of meat and you're thinking of how do I go plant-based, plants, veggies, yuck, don't look at it that way um, because uh, there are so many restaurants today all over the world creating some magnificent um, um, menus and food and the presentation, wow, amazing. So I used to eat a lot of meat. Um, so my meat portion is usually bigger than my rice and my veggies. And if I run out of meat, I don't see the point of eating the rest of the stuff. <laughs> so meat and fish was in my diet every day. Um, and when I uh, started embracing spirituality, going into yoga and meditation, I didn't think about my diet. The whole point was to clear my mind, um, have more focus, less stress, and so on. So, because uh, you know, I have a pretty healthy diet. I eat a selection of everything. I have my proteins, um, my veggies. Um, 
I, I love cheese. So it's been great. So wherever I go, I, I can adapt to um, any of the local foods uh, that that's uh, popularly consumed there. Um, but this year, this year I did slow travel one month in one location and I got the opportunity to try out some really amazing vegan food. So I'm in Bali, so everywhere I turn is a restaurant um, having a plant-based theme or fully vegan. So I said, okay, let's uh, give it a shot. I, I did not intend to become vegan or to become 100% plant-based, but because I like food and I like good ingredients and I do like a lot of fruits and veggies, so I said, let's give it a shot. I was blown away by the effort that they had made to make these dishes so tasty. Um, there was even laksa. So laksa is a popular dish in Malaysia. Different states have different kind of laksa. Basically, it's um, curry with some coconut milk and it has got, um, it's a bit spicy, it's a bit sweet. The coconut flavor is amazing in there. You serve it with noodles and then the, the soup is different. Different states have different style. Like Penang style has like more fish. Um, Johor style has got array of like fish balls and tofu and meatballs if you want. So it depends on what you want to put in it. But the, but the key is the soup. You know, it's got all these herbs and spices. It's basically a combination of things. And different people have different recipes from their grandmas. So this is one of my favorite dishes. And every time I am abroad and someone says laksa, I get excited. I would eat it and I would say, oh no, this is not good. Um, so I was in Bali. Uh, I have this favorite restaurant. I tried most of the dishes there and it was amazing. They even had... Um, vegan something about the cheese that i had a particular type of cheese that was made so well but anyway so i said let's just try the laksa you know it is fully vegan laksa how do they make this let's try it i was blown away by the effort that they made to make this laksa um resemble as close as possible and then i was in vietnam and there, and in Bangkok, I discovered that vegan food can be sinful. So there was this eggplant pizza with vegan cheese, like heaps of vegan cheese on it. Wow, I would be making plans like, when can I have this? You can't have this every day. I'm sorry. It's just got all these calories. And if you're not, um, you know, very active, it's going to show up on you. So... <laughs> So, and this is a fully vegan restaurant and they have some really amazing dishes. But my favorite favorite was the lentil burger with the sweet potato fries and the eggplant pizza. pizza. They even had veggie pizza, but that's good. But the eggplant pizza just um, beat the whole thing. Okay, sorry. Um, uh, if I start talking about food, I can go on and on and on. But I've, what I found is that before I was interested in uh, going more plant-based, um, I used to think, oh, how can someone be vegetarian and not eat meat? Oh my God, how can you not eat meat, right? So 
so earlier this year, I just embraced whatever around me. I was in Bali and I was in a few other countries. But the turning point was when I was at the tail end of my Bali trip. Uh, I had found this place doing laksa, of course, and it had pork in it. So in Malaysia, I never had the opportunity to have pork in my laksa. So I said, this is awesome. So I went to the restaurant. I did not even have to look at the menu and I ordered that, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to finish the trip with this amazing meal. And then the laksa comes and I dig in and I'm eating the meat. And I'm thinking, why isn't it tasty for me? I mean, it's well prepared. All the flavors are there. It's good. Everything is good quality, good portion, good flavor. But I'm not enjoying the meat. I was... From being really excited, I was just so sad that I don't enjoy meat anymore. And this was a turning point which brought me back to how I got there and I, and I, and I had some awareness of how it happened. And it turns out in that time that I became, uh, I started doing more yoga and um, meditation I had gradually um, turned to a more plant-based diet without even realizing it so much. And when I started, when I lost, I mean, I did not, I mean, taste the meat and enjoyed it. I mean, when I did not enjoy the meat anymore um, in, uh, in that restaurant, I realized, wow, it has been a journey. Um, because even when I was, uh, when I went for my yoga course and we were put on this very strict macrobiotic vegan diet, um, there was no restriction to eat whatever you want outside. So I would do fish and eggs because I was always hungry. We, we had such a rigorous um, program that I needed something more. Um, so I always thought that my diet was not going to be affected. I was just going to eat like how I used to eat. Um, but that was the turning point when I lost the interest for meat. And I said, oh my God, am I, I was thinking, oh my God, am I not going to eat meat anymore? Oh no. <laughs> so then I went home. I had lost a lot of weight. So the vegan diet actually makes you lose a lot of weight. I actually walked a lot as well. Um, maybe about five, six kilometers a day. Um, maybe that was part of the reason. Um, but this was... I, I my favorite restaurant had it was raw vegan restaurant. Uh, I don't put labels on foods and what I eat so much. I don't go on specific diets and say that I can only eat this. So I did not really observe that. And at the same time, I was also eating fish. So I had a favorite sushi restaurant just opposite the favorite vegan restaurant. So I was still eating fish, but it was just meat. The interest for meat was completely gone and and I said wow how can this happen just thinking back a few years ago that I couldn't imagine life without having any meat in my diet now it's completely turned 360 degrees um, I wanted to talk about this because in my slow travel journey as I've been talking to a lot of people and talking about my experience they say wow I wish I could do that. And they, they have this guilt, this guilty look on their face because they feel like they should be vegetarian or vegan, but they can't. Um, so I, I just felt really 
Um, and I try to explain, you know, you have to go, I mean, go according to your experiences and just go on the path um, that will eventually take you there if you want it. Uh, but they don't seem to get it. They feel like, okay, I need to eat this, this, this. They're not listening to their body. So when you are having a hard time with food, it's because I realize that you are not aware of your body's needs. Um, you're not tuning in, although you want to. Remember, I, I, I said that uh, in my past episodes, uh, my friend said that um, all the answers are within you. And I was thinking, but why isn't it coming to me? How do I get it? So there's a process involved where you um, eventually, through your daily practice um, of working on your inner self, that you start getting more connected to yourself. That sounds funny, but yeah, you become more connected to your body and you don't have to so much think like, I, I need to eat this and this and this to be healthy. It's more like, okay, so what's available to me today that fits my budget? And then you would actually go out and get those foods and and life would go on and you would feel good. So um, basically eating foods, it's not just about flavors and satisfaction, but it's also about how you feel after you eat. I mean, there are many times I ate a lot of tasty foods which did not make me feel good, but I wanted to eat them because it tastes good. So what happens is when you work on yourself, um, this craving to eat those kind of foods that make you feel awful uh, will reduce. I'm not saying it's going to disappear overnight, but this awareness, this consciously choosing the food without having to actively think about it, uh, puts you on that path, basically. And so since that time, I figured that I lost interest in meat. Um, I did eat meat after that. After a long time, suddenly I felt like, okay, let's just eat a bit of meat today, especially when I come home uh, to visit my parents and my mom makes me something awesome. Um, I would eat a little. Um, it's good. I still feel good, but it'll also come to a point where after I've consumed some, I would look at meat and I'll say, oh, I can't have that now. Um, so this is a very interesting revelation that I've had um, this year um, as I've been going, as I've been testing out this plant-based foods and restaurants. So plant-based restaurants are now um, top on my, top on the top of my list to go and have a look and also really fresh sushi, sashimi. Also, I love, I still love that. I've not lost uh, my interest to <laughs> consume that. So that's been really great. So what I'm, let's sum it up. So basically, um, when you have a practice that you go within regularly, um, it is great for you because you will stop stressing over what to eat or thinking about, worrying about what you're eating is actually serving you well. And I think it's to take it easy. A lot of you um, may be stressed out about diets and the way you look and the way you feel. So the one solution to this is embracing your um, spirituality and building on your inner strength that will automatically 
uh, wash away all these problems. Why I say wash away? Because it wouldn't just like boom disappear. It would slowly like melt away from your mind. And your mind, it does wonders for your mind. So it's a bit of everything. There is a technique to it. Um, the key is to find what um, what is a good fit for you. Uh, but, but this is my experience and my feedback on a more plant-based diet. Um, to have no guilt. Guilt makes it worse. To have no stress on what you should eat. Um, plenty of advice out there. Uh, but it's really what is... Um, suitable and appropriate for you, different body types, different genders, different lifestyles require different types um, of foods. Um, right now, I'm focusing on more different grains, ancient grains that were available um, in the Asian diet um, that I thought was no longer cool. <laughs> Not no longer cool, that I thought it was not cool when I was younger. Like, for example, Moringa. Um, it was funny. I captured that in my Superfoods episode, my experience on that. Very funny. And things like Jammu, when I was in Indonesia, uh, like way back when I was in university, my friends would talk about Jammu. Um, it was a normal thing, but when I was um, in Ubud recently, I was seeing that everywhere it has become mainstream. Um, so it's always amazing to incorporate local um, superfoods and plant-based diets. Um, but I guess um, everything in moderation. <laughs> um, okay, so the point today was not to stress out being plant-based and not to stress out if you're consuming too much meat, thinking I'm leaving too much carbon footprint. Um the process will happen gradually if you set the intention. Um, right, so if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions on topics that you would like me to talk about, you can get in touch with me uh, at hello at seedfinancialwellness.com, that's C-E-E-D, or you can find me on my Facebook page uh, under the same name and give me a comment or a post or a, not a post, I think, a comment or a like. I'm about to start a Facebook group. Um so that I could uh, contribute uh, my stuff on video, make Facebook Live. So stay tuned for that. I will have an announcement on that. And uh, till next time, wish you all a lovely day ahead and bye.